today on Plan B Podcast Probably brought to you by our friends from 40 Thieves mm-hmm. We talk about four youths Aged 15 to 20 Caught after slashing a 15 year old 15 years old And the pictures are gruesome Yeah, huh? yeah. Very gruesome. And, and they almost threw him off the bloody car park True yeah. And what's up with Gilbert Go Holding a play card in front of ICA Like I mean spell check your stuff first <laughs> All this and more Only on Plan B.SG Welcome to the show You're listening to Plan B Podcast The opinions expressed and shared on this podcast Are of our own Welcome to Plan B.SG we are five months into this pandemic. More than 150,000 people have died. Genuinely, this is what the science is showing. And granted, you know, initially early on, there was a bit of confusion as to what you needed and what you didn't need. Demanded that he should score for Liverpool. A goal against the enemy. Virgil van Dijk. My love was good. Welcome to Plan B.SGM Zaris Mile. And I'm Darren Mark. And I'm Raman. And in today's news, I'm reading from Mothership. Mm-hmm. Police investigating activist Gilbert Go after he held sign outside ICA building mm. calling for India flight ban. Oh. It's written by Tanya Ong on a May on May 3rd mm-hmm. at 1.21 pm. Uh, police said he he did not have a permit for the public assembly. I'm just gonna gonna cut this short. Mm-hmm. So he held up a sign outside yes. the ICA and investigating him mm-hmm. for holding that sign. And the sign says, uh-huh. oh, "Please the sign says, ban yeah. all flights from India. Uh-huh. We are not racist, just being cautious." Uh-huh. And the we initially wanted to write a W A, but <laughs> 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 and he like, "Oh shit, uh-huh. wrong spelling." Dude, couldn't he have just gotten a new placard? Oh no, yeah. this is no, not a good look, man. That's so what? The look. A was cancelled and then... So no, no, so no, no it wasn't even cancelled. <laughs> yeah, the E just was written on top of the A. Okay. So originally, it was, it was supposed a... to say, Wa are not racist. <laughs> <laughs> and the we are not racist. This is not mm. a good look, cautious, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, this is not a good look. Like, mm. But well, it has gotten <laughs> 2.1k shares mm. with 2,700 likes, mm-hmm. 300 over comments. Oh. And um, I think, mm-hmm. I don't know. La, like, no, but uh, you know what the funny thing is? What, mm. what, what is funny? Like this request that he's making, mm-hmm. technically, is already in place. Mm. True. Yeah. You're right. Because, I mean, like, so, so from the same Mothership article, as of April 23rd, 11.59pm, mm-hmm. all long-term pass holders and short-term visitors with recent travel history to India mm-hmm. within the last 40 yeah. days, including yeah. transit, were not allowed entry into Singapore. Mm. Mm. So, little too late, Mr. Gilbert. He should have come. Yeah, like, oh, came at, slightly at least, earlier. At yeah. least go and check lah, what's the current rules, what's the current arrangements. Yeah. <laughs> now you yeah. can hold this placard. Well, I up. mean, if he can't even get his own placard spelling correct, mm. right, then I mean, it's like, do you… Do you expect him to fact check? If it was a week <laughs> earlier, this guy would probably be a hero. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just that it would be too late. Lah. No, but yeah. bro, like, but do you see how, like, despite Dude, oh the fact gosh, that he can... is in, I mean, I, this is not even like being subjective or anything, right? Yeah. yeah. objectively a very nonsense mm-hmm. thing that he did, right? Mm-hmm. Because like, factually it was wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, I mean, just by, just by pure presentation, he couldn't get. He couldn't spell we properly. Mm. Yeah. But, wow. but something like this okay. mm-hmm. could get two point one k shares. I mean, this is no because I, I think, think it's concerning. It it pulls at the the heartstrings for people. It does. It Especially does. like the more I think the more old school Singaporeans maybe mm. we feel strongly about our our domestic safety. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Uh, the fact that we have a good system, don't don't let it down just because we are importing. Yeah, and I mean, especially I guess nowadays because we are, I think nationally we are on guard yeah. because yeah. of the Tantok Singh stuff, yeah, and the ICA stuff, yeah, and yeah. also because it, the fact that I think a lot of our hospitals are already strained mm, in terms of resources. Right, we right. don't want to overtax them, right? Mm. I have seen uh, for the past few days. I've been consuming mm-hmm. uh, a lot of. Uh, News videos from uh, different countries, mm-hmm. yep. and then I'm I'm monitoring the in India situation. Uh-huh. It's really bad. It's, so uh, bad, yeah. it's devastating. It's like a war. Mm. It is an apocalypse. I think that yep. was one of the uh, words that uh, an Indian doctor there used with a, a special interview that mm-hmm. she granted mm-hmm. with a, a American news agency. Right. Mm-hmm. right. I can, I could see. And hear from the tone of her voice that she was really tired, mm-hmm. and I can see that morale had been sapped out. Yes. Yeah. I I saw a video of a a doctor who was in charge of the COVID unit in a particular um hospital in India. Uh-huh. He quit. He quit live on TV Whoa. because he was humiliated by a politician, mm-hmm. by an ex politician there mm-hmm. in India. Uh, when one of his assembly members did not get a place in that particular hospital, right. he was screamed, he was humiliated, and that particular video went viral. Oh and my! Some of these politicians are really it's fucked up, bro. Yeah. Mm. And he, he he couldn't take the the humiliation, and then mm-hmm. he said like I I'm not I I can't stand this. He's having an effect on my mental health. I quit, and mm. I I could see um someone who is just uh all, that has been. Ripped off of all yeah, motivation, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely no heart at all. Yes, already, yes. he has done his best. Mm-hmm. Yep, he is and still gone. you have these You're asshole right. politicians screaming at you. You're right. Yeah. When you know, I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna comment too much about politics per se, mm-hmm. but I mean, the situation was obviously not well handled. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you know, like the, these people, the frontliners are the mm-hmm. ones who are, are having to bear the entire the brunt, brunt of, it. of it. Yeah. And and still, people have the cheek to be screaming at them. Mm. So that there was also uh, several videos going around uh, about hospitals being overwhelmed and mm-hmm. they're not accepting any more patients, mm-hmm. not enough oxygen. So oh people are dying on the streets. Yeah. Oh and some people have uh, gone to uh, the length of bringing their, um, in the sense, patients or their loved ones who are affected with COVID to mm-hmm. temples already because. Oh. There are no spaces in uh, hospitals, mm-hmm. so they go to the temple. They pray for the best, uh, in hopes that you know there there's some uh, oxygen yeah, left uh, yeah. in the temple grounds. Mm. And it was really bad. And also the crematoriums are at its peak. Yeah, uh, I heard an interview about uh, an owner of a crematorium. There is a sick guy. Mm-hmm. He mentioned that normally. He handles 10 bodies a day, mm-hmm. and he is at 90 bodies a day oh, right now. Oh my! And these bodies take uh about typically about six to seven hours to, to break clear. down. Yeah, uh, yeah. In when you burn it in a bonfire, mm. and these bonfires are built literally side by side. Yeah, yeah. And they, I mean, and car parks are being ch- uh are transformed into yeah. crematoriums. Like this reminds me. Remember, like in the in the very first wave, I think in in the US and I think in Europe. Yeah, mm-hmm. like where there were mass graves, mm. they had to convert stadiums into basically morgues and all yeah, of this. Yeah. Like imagine all of that, but in India, where the infrastructure is arguably, you know. A lot oh my less gosh! Developed. Yeah. You're right. Also, when you were mentioning about the doctor, uh-huh. um, I I I don't know. I just really feel for the guy because at least in Singapore we celebrate our frontline staff. Yeah, true. Yeah, we give them the due respect. We, we give we them the the them. support. Yeah, uh-huh. we can't. I mean, 
there's little we can do for them. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of these frontline staff, especially in situations where they are, they may have been exposed. For example, I think uh, in the hospital when when there's the there's a clampdown on the ins and outs, mm-hmm. they oh, might God, have to yeah. stay on for several shifts. In yeah, the I mean, like the whole hospital of Tanjong Singh now has been on is on lockdown, right? And yes. everybody's being tested. Yeah, it's. I mean, can you imagine being one of the workers there? That's scary as fuck. Yeah, and <sighs> and you can't go back. You can't see your kids. You can't see uh-huh. your family. It's it's emo- it's emotionally going to take a toll on you. Oh, yes. And that's yes. going to affect your morale at work. And, and I think that's when even more problems can come. Yes. I don't uh. know how... You know, I'm trying to search actually on the search bar for YouTube. Mm-hmm. What will happen in India in a year's time? No one has made that kind of video. No, like, mm, I mean, from what know. from the reports that I have heard, right? Mm-hmm. Um, even the most optimistic views of what's going to happen in India uh-huh. is that this will get worse for at least one more month uh-huh. before worse, it starts uh. getting better. Yeah, mm. And that's optimistic. <sighs> that's optimistic. I'm thinking like how will India recover from this? Mm. I don't know man. I, I right. don't think this is the worst yet you know. Mm. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, it, and, can, and, it can get a lot worse and it can move a lot faster now with the new strains, right? And yeah. this new strain is affecting younger people. Yes, mm. that the, is scary. Um, mm. That sick guy who was interviewed he mentioned mm. that he cried every day. Because for the past few weeks, he has had to burn mm. uh, women and children. Oh, God. You oh. know, I... Yeah, you know, I because know, for, the, for a long time, yeah. mm. we mm-hmm. were thinking like, oh, COVID, yeah, lah, like if you're very old only, then you need to be scared. If you're like a young kid, yeah, yeah. you mm. don't have to be so scared. Mm. But yeah. I mean, what's happening in India now does not seem to be the case. Mm. Mm. And I so, mean, that's just terrible. It's so it's really scary. That just, that just signifies that this is potentially a new strain, right? Yeah. Yeah. With a new impact, with a new level of uh, what do you call this infection? Yes, and I mean as a cliche, as much as a cliche as, as it is, right? Like mm-hmm. they keep saying how you know if as long as one country isn't safe, nobody is safe, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's true because I mean the 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 longer you have more people unvaccinated, mm-hmm. yeah. which means that you do have these viruses running around, mm-hmm. the more they're gonna uh, what's it called mutate. I see, yeah. I see. I don't know, but do it, you remember the first? Few, uh, uh, sorry, the. You know, when it first came out in Wuhan. Oh, yes. Yeah. And then, like, there were doctors as well calling out, asking for help. Mm, yeah. There were videos of people just, like, yes. falling dead like flies. Yes. So it but did, they were not hoax, man. I, did, I think it was real. Uh, some of the falling were nothing to do with COVID. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the actual ones from, from, from Wuhan, uh, I remember... You know, the, the hospital staff, the doctor, even the doctor who had passed away because uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, yes, uh, he yes, eventually yes. got infected. Yeah. Uh, that desperation in yep. their voices. Yep, yep, yep. That I think is a key thing about handling this pandemic. When you, when it goes out of control, yes. it's very, very, very difficult to contain it. Yeah, so, because it feels like a war, mm-hmm. but you can't even see the enemy. What you're fighting. Yeah, and they're all around you. Mm, you don't feel, right. You know, like, it's come to a point now where in India, in Delhi at least, mm-hmm. the, I think the government is telling them, even if you're in your homes, you need mm-hmm. to wear a mask. Oh, that bad, huh? Yeah, it's I that see. bad. Like, you cannot even trust the air in your homes. Mm. Can you imagine that that level? Can mm. you imagine if we had to do something like this? Oh. So, like, mm. so some people are saying that, you know, in, in, in certain parts of India, mm-hmm. um, their entire generations that are getting... Like their mental health are being ravaged. Mm-hmm. They are getting PTSD because no. this is a very traumatic thing to be going through. Yeah. Where you're seeing your neighbors, your family mm-hmm. just falling dead like flies mm-hmm. on the streets. Yeah. Yeah. And oh. you know, like right now, I feel like people need to be need to extend a bit more kindness mm. to the Indians who are living with us here, who might have family right. back home, who you're might right. have friends back home, you're rather right. than running around 
putting up a poorly spelled placard and trying to, to <laughs> you know, I mean, like it's more it's, can be done, lah. Yeah, yeah, like this is not a very nice way of doing it, especially when the fact is that you know we are we have stopped visitors from mm-hmm, here, mm-hmm. and in the way that we're doing it. We are not banning only na- Indian nationals as mm-hmm. long as you have been to that country and you have taken on the. I think the term is like mm. the the risk profile of that country. Yeah, you're not allowed in. Yeah. So Scary. I mean, like Dilbert needs to maybe get shit together. I don't mm. know. I mean, I might be a bit harsh, but I I feel like you know, right now that I see country it from, yeah yeah because is, is really down right now. Like, don't fucking put a, a don't rub it in their faces. Yeah. Like. I mean, originally I, I'll be honest. I thought there was like. What he did mm-hmm. was good traction in a sense, but but <laughs> no. When after I you know I I listen to your point, and I get it. It's quite insulting. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I mean, no, thanks for rec- putting recent, that out. Yeah. Because recently I actually spoke with an Indian national, mm, I see. and then she was telling me that she's she's worried because she has mm. friends and family mm-hmm. back home. I see, I see. And then she's like, I'm stuck here. I cannot do anything. Mm. She's she's thankful that she's here because here is safe. Yeah, right? I see. But back home. Yeah, she's she doesn't know what's gonna happen to her family and her uh-huh. friends. And you want to be able to call or at least touch base with your family members overseas to know what they are going through. Exactly, right? exactly. Right. Mm, scary. Yeah. We are gonna be taking a short break, and we will return return with a word from our sponsors. Actually, mm-hmm. sponsors right here <laughs> <laughs> with your staff coming on board. Mm-hmm. Only on Plan B SG. Stand by. Welcome to Plan B.SG, proudly brought to you by our friends from 40 Thieves. You yes. can follow them on Instagram at 40 Thieves and also their website. It's www.40thieves.sg. And yep. that's a 40 with a U? Mm-hmm. Yes, you're right. And uh, we're still with Raman, Bell, and mm. also Mamat mm-hmm. from 40 Thieves. Yes. This is uh, Raman's restaurant. Yes. yes. <laughs> it is his experiment. Yep. And, uh, Don't say experiment lah. I think it's been a success so far. Of course. Experiment makes it sound like he's just starting out, don't know what he's doing. But well, dude, like, have yeah. you seen the place? It the, looks legit, The experiment man. was done way before, the R&D. Yes, yes. And he, you have shared that you had like a good time mm-hmm. doing R&D before it's actually rolled out. Yep. Yes. And every dish has been tasted by, you know, your staff and yourself. Mm-hmm. And you, I, I know I trust your palate. Mm-hmm. Yep. You uh, really know your stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what's good food. And that's the reason why you have this particular restaurant. And yeah. this is like, you know. Actually, you know, uh, we have had many occasions where we've had some Plan B listeners. Mm. Awesome. Uh, who are in the restaurant when we are doing R&D and they always get free dishes. Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they get, I've been... Just based on that one line, bro. People mm-hmm. are going to be like rushing down and be like, <laughs> no, 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 uh, really. We've... Got, uh, you're doing R&D not. Uh. Uh, <laughs> like, like there have been times when uh, we were testing out our kacang pool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then a few ah. dishes came and then they got like three or four servings free. Wow. Oh, then there was mm. one one nice guy who's been to the, to, to the restaurant a few times. Mm. Uh, one of the days we were cooking up bird, bro. Bird, bird. What yeah. sort of bird? What bird? Puyo. puyo. Yeah, puyo. Yeah. Oh, see. What's that? Uh, puyo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a small bird. Quail. It's quail. The quail. quail. Ah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Malaysian bird. Yeah. So then. Why uh, the bird got nationality? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, so that listener got like three or four birds. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh? Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, but wow. you know, before we go anywhere, I know that this episode, we're not exactly talking about the food per se, mm-hmm. but the kacang pool, bro. Because I, yeah. I, I had the pleasure of trying that before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to talk about it because mm. it's good. Ooh. Like, I mean, I like kacang pool, generally speaking. Yeah. But when I had it at Rahan's place, uh-huh. oh my God. 
there was the, the mincemeat in, inside yeah, and yeah. it was very um, generous mm-hmm. and it goes damn well with the kacang pool. Yeah, and yeah. I, I mean, the bread also was, was damn nice because I mean, I like bread. Mm. I actually asked Raman off the side. <laughs> I was like, bro, where do you get this bread from? Because the bread is that good. Mm, uh-huh. And yeah, so I mean, the kacang pool, we didn't get to try it today, mm. but that's also something that people should really look out for. We'll, we'll bring it next week. Ooh, awesome. But, uh, but generally in Singapore, many... Kacang pool shops don't use uh, mince meat or yes. meat. Yeah. I see. Do you but all make your own bread? W- no, we have uh, we a have good, good bakers. Yeah, mm, yeah. I see. Good bakers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about this Hari Raya special. Yes. You have like a mm. uh, a package for our listeners. Yeah. So the usual Hari Raya package, if you get, if you go online, there'll be so many people selling things like lontong la, lodi yes. la, and all that. So we decided to switch it up a bit. Uh, so Belle, maybe you can share what's on the on mm, the package. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Okay. So basically, this package has um uh ten buffalo buffalo drumlets, uh-huh. uh, five hundred gram of sambal goreng pengantin, uh-huh. uh five servings of satay goreng Bruno. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. And then uh two servings of lotong goreng, mm-hmm. uh five hundred gram of grilled lamb ribs. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot, huh? Yeah. yeah. Yes, sure. <laughs> oh, not 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 done yet. Wait, oh, um, not yet. <laughs> one kg of XL but uh, garlic butter prawn. Mm. One kilogram. One kg. Yes, one kg. Wow. Okay. Damn. And how many pieces that like on average mm. in one kilogram? Ten. Ten to, to twelve. 12 yeah. Oh, nice, oh, wow. Nice, nice. Yeah, and also uh, nasi minyak penyanga. What's mm. that? Okay. Minyak. I know minyak. It's is a slang. <laughs> penyanga yeah. is like a it's a thief, right? Yes. Yeah. Thief. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nasi minyak is like uh, it's what you serve traditionally I see, I see, I see, I see, I see, for I see. celebrations. How many people are, is this supposed to feed? Mm. It's I, up to you guys actually. Good answer, good answer. Safely, I think five yeah. to six. Oh my god, I wow. See. And then you can top it up uh, to get two lobsters as well. <laughs> wow. Yeah. wow. And how much would all this cost? Without the lobsters, it's 180 bucks. Ooh. Without the lobsters, it's 180 bucks. Yeah. I think it can safely feed like a family of six or seven. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're talking about like what? 10 to 12. It's a lavish feast. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and that satay, Bruno, Mars. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. And the prawns dude, the prawns. I'm I'm already thinking about the prawns. Mm. Yeah. And and we are actually very proud of our prawns because… We, we did R&D quite a few times mm-hmm. and so far we've gotten very good reviews. Ooh, so if you like prawns, please order it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Are the prawns available uh, as a separate item or is it only part of the bando? Uh, at the moment, it's not on the on the main menu as yet. Ah. We might feature it in future but Ooh. for now, it's a, it's a special item. And yes. what is this special package called? Uh, is, there, is there like a name for this or is it just a Hari Raya special? Seraya John. <laughs> <laughs> what is it called? It's um, Hari Raya specials. Mm. Yeah. I see. Ah, so, okay, okay. Uh, how long do you have to, you know, order this in advance? Mm. Or uh, you can order on the same day with same day delivery? I think we're cutting off orders on the Monday before the yeah. Raya. It's on Ooh. the 10th. Yeah. On wow. the 10th of… Yeah. So, you got to do uh, make your orders before the 10th of… Uh, May. May. Yep. Yes. Right. We. I just want to confirm. Right. Yes, it's May. Yes. Our time of rec- our day of recording is on the fourth. Mm. Yes. So, so that this will be like, released on. Uh, on Thursday. Right? Thursday. Yes. Yeah. On the sixth. So 6th. When, when you listen, you will have a couple of days more. Mm-hmm. So don't think so much. Just go and order. Mm. You have three days exactly. Yeah. To order the Hunger Games. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally the Hunger Games. So and and I mean we we will prepare it uh, such that. Um, the items itself can be assembled in your house. I so see. when you serve it to your family, it'll be 
served hot and and all fresh lah. Ah, Fantastic. Yes, yes, yes. That's mm. very so important. So get your Hari Raya special right mm. now mm-hmm. if you're tuning in on the morning of uh, the Thursday that yes, you're listening yes. to this. You only have about three days to make your orders quick because yes. uh, I understand the hustle and bustle of Hari Raya, yeah. Ooh, especially yeah. in the morning. Uh, some of you might not like to cook the night before. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not exactly the boomer generation who <laughs> you know like to cook and do your own ketupat. It's a lot yeah. of work. Yeah. yeah, we want to chill at home and watch our own Netflix and yes. just chill. Mm-hmm. So order. Uh, the feast right now, yep. so it can be. It will be delivered on. Uh, most probably on Tuesday night. On Tuesday night, mm-hmm. which is one two nights or ah, one, yeah. two nights before Raya, right? Correct. Yes. Also, this eaten on the eve of Hari Raya, lah. Either on the eve or on the morning of Raya. Mm. Or you can have them delivered on yeah. the morning of Raya. Because, like I said, we're going to break up the menu items mm. so yes, that yes. Uh, you can assemble it at home. I see. So when you, uh, when you say assemble, mm-hmm. what is it? Actually, mean. So, for example, the prawns, right? Uh-huh. You will separate the prawns uh, pre-boiled mm-hmm. uh, with the gravy on the side. So when you will come with instructions, uh-huh. put A plus B together in a pot and then heat it up for 10 minutes and you're done. Oh, yeah. so I got, I got, an, I got an idea for that naming of the of the whole bundle called uh-huh. the IKEA bundle. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a <laughs> flat pack. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I yeah. see. So there's there's little to no cooking involved, lah. Mm-hmm. It's Correct. only a little bit of boiling and heating up and yeah. heating up. Okay, yeah. okay. So get your high rise special right now with our friends from Forty Thieves. Mm-hmm. You can visit their IG. Uh, the details are on their site as well. It's www.fortythieves.sg. That's for with a U. Yes, F O U R. And we will be back with more news to come only on Plan B. SG. Welcome back, and uh, we have uh, this article about a slashing. Ooh, what's happening? It's it's uh, it's actually quite a, quite extreme. If you if you can see the pictures, this mm-hmm. is from Mothership. Um, four youths aged 15 to 20 arrested after slashing 15-year-old at Tua Pa Yo. Oh my. The victim was conscious when he oh was sent gosh. to the hospital. Mm, I'm, I'm looking at the Yeah, if you can see right the now. photos, the photos are actually quite horrific. Uh-huh. Chilling. It, yeah, like there's one photo of the, I think it's a lift landing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the whole floor literally is just splashed with blood. Oh mm-hmm. my. And this is coming, from, this is the blood of a 15-year-old boy. Okay. So four male teenagers have been arrested by the police mm-hmm. over the alleged slashing of a 15-year-old boy. Uh-huh. The incident happened on April 29th at around 6.39pm at oh. the multi-story car park of Block 60A mm-hmm. at Toapayo Lorong 4. Simin Daily News uh, received a tip-off by a reader who had shared that they that there were a number of police cars and officers at scene mm-hmm. with police tape set up outside the car park. Ah. Upon arriving to the scene, Jinmin discovered a large splatter of blood stains at one of the lift lobbies of the multi-story car park. Mm-hmm. Jinmin reported that a blood trail of at least 500 meters long was observed, wow. starting from the first floor of the car park to the open-air car park on the sixth floor. Mm. The victim and the teenagers involved reportedly had a verbal argument, resulting in conflict with one person attacking the victim with a knife. Mm. Um, the resident who remain who wishes to remain anonymous told Simin that she faintly heard noises of a quarrel but did not pay too much attention as she was sleeping and thought that there was just some kids playing around. Mm. Um, the other another resident said uh, he heard rumors about a fight and with one being slashed, while the rest pursued him to the roof and even threatened to push him off the roof. Oh mm. my! What time did this this whole slashing happen? Six thirty nine p.m. 
So it's actually not that late. Ah, you know? okay. Um, and it's kind of scary because this very well could have resulted in the deaths, yeah? Like yeah. If, if they had really, you know, actually mm. thrown him off that roof. Mm. I mean, and these are 15 to 20 year old kids. So, I mean, they, they would be liable, right? For like murder in a way. Potentially, yes. Oh, God. Or at least culpable homicide. And also, it makes me wonder like, what could have happened amongst such young mm. Right, like, I mean, you are less than 20. Mm-hmm. What kind of argument can you have? That's that, so serious. Yeah. That you need Staring to incident, uh, girlfriend, mm. um, I mean, crimes of passion. Stupid shit lah, basically. Yeah. Um, gang-related. Mm-hmm. Because I, have, I, I, I know... 15, 16 year olds are capable of doing this. Mm-hmm. They generally act upon, I know, not generally, like me, 15, 16 year olds don't generally act upon impulse. But mm-hmm. you get where I'm coming from, right? These yeah, stories are not new. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. For like sure. back yeah, then, when, yeah. when we were young, mm-hmm. uh, we have had our share of this sort of news mm-hmm. that was circulated when yeah. we were teenagers. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. we are very uh, well aware mm-hmm. the capabilities of. Uh, brazen youth who are involved in uh, gangs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's like, remember that time during Circuit Breaker, I think, and then there was this uh, video, viral video, right? Of mm-hmm. a couple of, I think it was, a, it was an actual gang fight. Okay. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah, like, yeah. it was on along a corridor as well. Yes. And there were two gangs like fighting. And mm-hmm. but it was funny because the commentary was kind of saying like, you're all kids like. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was, I think, belittling them. And he was uh, almost mocking uh, them. Yeah, yeah. Wow. This time, this time around, actually, I I only saw this story from Machine because my friend reposted it mm-hmm. in Chinese. Uh-huh. So I did. I actually didn't see this story being featured in other uh, media until mm-hmm. I think Mothership picked it up mm-hmm. and uh, other alternative sites picked it up. Mm-hmm. But you I know, guess mm. I have uh, I've seen firsthand a, a, a firsthand. young a young kid right. uh-huh. who at that point in time his age was probably around. Um, 14, I think. Okay. Okay. And uh, he was affected by a slashing. Uh-huh. And uh, his attackers cut off his fingers. Oh, you. And it was, it was really uh, morbid to see. Because after they cut off his fingers, they continued to chop it up. Oh my God. So he could never be reattached. Oh God. Yeah. And that whole thing was as a, a result of a misunderstanding on $50. What the hell? Yeah. So it's just $50 which you could get anywhere. They, they chopped could, off one finger or what? They chopped off three fingers. Aye, oh my god. On one hand? On one hand, yeah. So he was left with just uh, his index and his thumb. Oh god. Yeah. So it's… it's. I mean, in that fervor of youth at that point in time when you're young and you're growing up and you think everything you're doing is right uh-huh. yeah. and you're living very much in the moment, you're thinking whatever that you can, you're doing is can never be wrong. But yeah. the, the reality is this, this that kid has grown up. He's, he's a young adult now and yeah. he, he has to make do with two fingers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. not a funny thing, man. Of course, of course. Yeah. yeah. So people, kids actually fight over the most ridiculous things. I wonder how... I mean, even in this scenario, the slashing, the blood, the, the yeah. images, how the hell did they get their knives? What mm. happened to, to that pushed them to 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 attack one? Yeah, it was like kid. four versus one some more. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's I mean, it goes without saying, right? But it's illegal to be holding like a to be brandishing a weapon. Yes. But it's easy to get one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, la, like even a kitchen knife, yeah. technically speaking. Yeah. yeah. But like the fact that they, they were carrying it out, and I mean 
it's four versus one because mm-hmm. I'm I'm it, it, it doesn't seem to me like this is an accident mm-hmm. or that you know like this is a spur of a moment there was probably some degree of planning involved yeah uh-huh. it's it four versus like one yeah. yeah so I mean like it's, it's just crazy like this boy could have lost his life yeah? yeah yeah if they actually did throw him off the Kapak, right? Yeah. Which they are very capable of doing. Yeah. yeah and because, then spur yeah. of the moment. Eh? Yeah, because there, there was blood. Like, if you look at one of the one of the pictures, eh, mm-hmm. it's, you know that the top floor and then there's like a cement half wall kind of thing. The parapet. Yes. Kind there of is, a... Yeah, there is blood on that. Mm. So he was probably against it somehow. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's like a split moment kind of thing. Uh-huh. Thankfully, they, they decided not to in the end. I don't know why. We don't even know. Maybe uh, passerbys could have stopped them or mm-hmm. neighbors I, I could have so. stopped them or so. the police could have reached in time. Mm-hmm. But I mean, honestly, like, even if you were there, mm-hmm. right? Like, what would you do? What, could what do? can we do? Yeah, like… They- and if you're alone, how are you going to shout at four guys with knives? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So back then when… Uh, when I was like an ambulance medic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, one of the instructions that we receive whenever we turn out for a call mm-hmm. uh, about a street fight mm-hmm. involving weapons is to let the fight happen. Oh, really? Oh, and not to intervene. Okay. Uh, especially when the police is not around. Mm-hmm. Oh, because yeah, yeah. our job is to attend to the wounded. Mm. Yeah. And not to get involved in such altercation because mm. you might get yourself yes. injured. injured. Eh? Mm-hmm. And there's really this element of unpredictability yes. when you actually come in and intervene mm. without proper skills and management. Yes, you might yes, not yes. know how to, uh, you know, handle the situation. Yeah, to handle a situation, yeah. especially when there's weapons involved and oh, you yeah. are you are weaponless. You yeah, only yeah, have yeah, like yeah. an AD and a stretcher and so a don't trauma be a hero, bag. La, basically. Yes, don't be a hero. You know, like so. This reminds me of. Uh, my own mom's advice to me back then when I was still drinking and stuff uh-huh. and then like uh, going to clubs, right? And then mm-hmm. she'll, uh-huh. she'll be like, you know, if you go there and then you see some fuckers fighting, yeah. don't get involved. Don't True. play hero, please. Eh? Yeah. I want you to come home safe. You just fuck well, off. So your mom was quite cool. Eh? My, yeah, my mom. I mean, she was from that life herself when mm. she was younger. So uh-huh. she was like, she's seen these things. She's like, these things will happen. You will see yeah. them. Yeah. I see. Don't get involved. Mm-hmm. Just stay away. Mm. Yeah, you know, be- yeah, because you never know, and like I mean, exactly like Zah said, if if these people themselves are armed, mm-hmm. you don't want to be a third person getting caught in the crossfire yeah. for nothing. Mm. Yeah, so I know, value. Uh, sorry, I know these kind of uh, articles is the it's gonna pressure the police. Uh huh. It's gonna pressure. There's gonna be high heightened surveillance. Yeah, right. Right. They'll right. be talked about whether our youth are invo- involved in like gang things or mm. things like that. And of course, mm. I mean. Mm. Added unnecessary pressure is never going to be good. But the reality is, we all wonder why, what happened, yeah. whether we have enough public outreach to address these things. I mean, many, many, many years back, gangs and being involved in these kind of things seemed normal. Uh-huh. Right, and right, when right, you're right. growing up, sometimes there's this like romanticized idea of being part of like a bigger brotherhood. The bravado la. Yeah, mm-hmm. the bravado, the whole uh, fierce, uh, let's fight la, and all that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But when you're older, then you realize how that stupid it is, how right? stupid it is exactly. Yeah. True. So how, how are we going to educate? It's the, hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Yeah. Dude, it's every generation, mm-hmm. will, you will have this sort of isolated incidences. Mm-hmm. Like back then when we were growing up, like I mentioned, we have had our fair share of this sort of news popping up. And right yeah. now, we, we're looking at a new generation of 
YP we call it young people <laughs> yeah, yeah. be involved <laughs> with yeah, things yeah. like that and yeah. and when and when we grow much older and these youths also grow much older mm-hmm. there'll be another another generation of youths yeah. who mm-hmm. will do the same thing as well and I mean yeah. you know like I think most people know that violence is not good like generally speaking right mm. I'm pretty sure that if like you spoke to these four people it, like separately mm-hmm. before this incident you know I don't think that they're gonna be like no violence is good mm. you know like You know, my my dad uh, works. He's a social worker, right? Yeah. And yep. I think if you remembered, um, there were uh, several uh, slashing incidents that happened in an ITE, mm. and oh. these students were actually admitted in the welfare homes. And right. Right. Oh. My dad really? shared kind of like the psyche of individuals uh, as mm. such. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, sometimes they have no remorse. Mm. You know, when you talk about, do you regret what you're doing? And the um, plain answer will be no. I did what I had to. Ah, uh. mm. yep. why do you do it? Or oh, because he stole my girlfriend. Ah, uh. so mm. he deserve it. Mm. It's that. Mm. It is just that. Yeah. Right. 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 You see. Mm. And and you have to look through like uh, you have to look deeper though. Like you have to look deeper. Their family background. Yes. Mm. Whether they yes. came from what you know, caused healthy. them to be like this. Exactly. Mm. Because I mean, this is not. I mean, in a way, this is antisocial behavior, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So like, and I mean, antisocial in the real sense, not in the I don't like interacting people sense. Yeah. Okay. So like. This kind of behavior typically, I think, doesn't come around by itself. Yeah, mm-hmm. like there are social conditions that lead to it, mm-hmm. like maybe broken family, poverty, like mm-hmm. poor socialization or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's it's a lot. I think more complex than just educating because mm-hmm. if you have like people co- constantly coming from like problematic backgrounds and mm-hmm. stuff, yeah, you know, you can't you can't you can't create. A well-functioning individual, mm-hmm. if their background isn't mm. functioning, mm. and now it's even gonna be much harder because uh, everyone is technically self-declaring a lockdown, mm. and yeah. we are unable to engage. You no, know, sometimes youths uh, who are at risk mm. when we plan activities, we are able to, you know, have a ground sensing what they are up yeah, to, yeah. and yeah. Uh, take them away from this kind of exactly, exactly. Things. And yeah. you know, back then in my time, we mm. had activities like DK Barat. You know, yeah, like yeah, even yeah. CCs, they will have their own line dance troupe and all that. Mm-hmm. So these activities kind of keep these boys occupied, mm-hmm. and yep, giving yep. a sense of when you mention bravado, it's important in their life because sometimes that figure, that fatherly figure, is not present. Right, mm-hmm. right. You know, right. the motherly figure is not present in their life. They need someone mm-hmm. uh, to socially and also you know uh, psychologically be their emotional support right, system. Right. And sometimes uh, these sort of activities help to create that. Yeah, although yep. not eff- effectively, but it's still something, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. But right now, with this sort of activities on the lowdown, so it's gonna be Actually, bit, yeah, it's gonna be tougher. This is mm. like a hidden cost of yes. like the the lockdowns and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Actually, now uh, that that I come to think about it, you know, uh, when we first talked about this article, yeah. I felt that you know these kind of things always happen. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. And like I mentioned, I just shared a story as well where yes. I had actually seen someone firsthand. A very gruesome one. Yeah, gruesome. And then I still remember back when I was young, when I was in my teens, I knew many people who were who were involved in gangs and all that. But I'm just wondering, like, how long will it take to win this this kind of um, attitudes off of the youth? How long will it take? Like. How many generations will it take to make people not want to be involved in these things? You get what I mean? <laughs> I don't think it will ever happen to that. Man. Will it? Uh, will it never happen? You think? I, I don't think so. I mean, maybe I'm pessimistic, but mm. I feel like every like like you. Okay, you're the youngest yeah. amongst us here. When you were growing up, do you see this? Do you see like in your school were there people involved in these kind of things? Not not necessarily involved, mm-hmm. but I think like there there were. 
I mean, on a theoretical level, because uh, mm-hmm. I mean, my, my school was also not exactly known for this kind of like violence or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think there were people who were obviously a bit more open to like beating people oh. or open to violence. Mm-hmm. I mean, I myself came from quite a troubled background. Right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I had, you know, thoughts of doing bad things or so. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, so I don't know. Like, I, I, I personally don't think it's ever going to go away. I feel like most people, if they're growing up, like, it's a matter of guidance. Mm-hmm. If they're lucky enough to get the right people to guide them, then mm-hmm. maybe they can be spared from this. Okay. But like, as long as you come from any society that's imperfect, uh-huh. where there mm-hmm. are going to be people from problem backgrounds, where there are going to be people who face uh-huh. very, very difficult positions in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, these things are just going to happen. Uh. Mm. Unfortunately. Uh. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Mm. Until we can talk to an expert who can give us a better um, you know case study and also a better explanation for yeah. why this sort of thing happened mm-hmm. uh, that will be a podcast it on its own so, uh. yeah, and, maybe and we mean, can invite uh, Taufik back for that right? yes yeah. and yes, I mean we should keeping yeah. keeping like your own children safe I think is also one thing like, mm-hmm. how do you know if your children are the ones involved in this kind of shit yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. well um, we will bring this conversation uh, forward yes. in another podcast to really better understand uh, the social ill that mm-hmm. is happening in our community mm. Mm. and we will end our podcast for today probably brought to you by our friends from 40 Thieves mm-hmm. you can follow them on their website it's www.40thieves.sg on their Instagram it's also 40 Thieves on mm-hmm. Facebook as well mm-hmm. and we will see you in the next podcast only on planb.sg planb.sg